Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have as our co-host today, Rhonda Marshall. Hello again. Hey. Great to see you. Great to see you too. We have a very special episode planned for you today. Today you're going to have highlights from our first season of the show. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, and so we actually have a season. I know. Completed. Can you, you believe know? it? I know. So we started this show in September of of last fall, right? Mm-hmm. And we are now on, this is episode 39 wow. of all. So it's been so fun and so exciting. Fun. I want to especially thank you, Rhonda, for being a co-host. Oh, thank you. It's been so great to have it. you on. Thank you. You've added so many great tips and all of your don't do this. <laughs> don't tips. do what I did. Yeah, She's actually right. a really great homeschool mom, but she likes to say don't do what I do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so glad. Also, we've had John Lewis. Uh, thanks, John, for being a part and, mm-hmm. and co-hosting. And also T.S. and Smack. She's been a, a, a great co-host and an oh, integral part of the show. Of um, I also want to especially thank Isaiah Sanchez. He's right here in the studio, our producer. Uh, he was also at the conference and helped us get a lot of great content that That's we're going to awesome. be sharing with you soon. Uh, thanks to Mark Sanger, who owns uh, News Talk WSIC. We're here in the studio for allowing us to be on the show on Monday mornings at 830. Um, such a great team. It's been a blessing. Um, so we're what we're going to do this summer is something a little bit different. And that is for a few weeks, we'd like to show you some highlights from season one. So uh, it's going to be some of the best stuff that we've had, best interviews and best tips and best uh, homeschool reality moments. And I just want to mention before we dive in uh, that we do want from you some more uh, entries into our homeschool reality moment. This is when you can submit a video of something that's going on in your home or whatever educational adventure you're on. And so just pull out your phone. Uh, do it horizontally and tell us what you're doing and give us give us a tip or, or share a story or an experience. And we love to have you do that. If you go to the um, the website, nchu.com slash homeschool show, there's a place on there that you can click where you can upload your video. We'd love to have you do that. So here's what we're going to do. For a few weeks, we're going to share some highlights. And on August 1st, uh, we're going to crank back up with brand new content, a bunch of really great interviews we got at the conference, for example, um, and some other great content we have planned. So be sure you get that on your calendar. Enjoy the highlights uh, for from season one through the summer. All right, what do we have next, John? Uh, yeah, well, next we have the homeschool tip of the week. And so our homeschool tip of the week today is keep your spiritual <coughs> legacy in view. So, Matthew, why don't you tell us about why you picked this tip for this week? I will. And I, and I want to set it up a little bit by making sure that we are communicating clearly about our mission uh, for North mm-hmm. Carolinians for Home Education, which is to help parents homeschool with confidence and joy. And we do that for all families doesn't matter what your faith background is, uh, what your worldview is, anything like that. If you want to be a member of NCHC, you are welcome. When we protect the rights of every homeschool and our resources are for everyone. At the same time, I want to emphasize that one of our goals and values 
is to help parents uh, help their children follow Jesus Christ. And so we are going to focus here just a moment on the spiritual legacy. And I want to kick it off by reading to you a, a quote from Josh McDowell. Uh, and, and I saw this on Twitter just the other day. Here's what he wrote. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't consider my ministry to be my greatest accomplishment to date. I believe the best thing I've done is give my four kids what I didn't have, a great dad. I'm breaking the chains of negativity mm. and addiction in family history. Mm. Now, that really struck me, John, because Josh McDowell has an amazing ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. He was at our Thrive Conference uh, in 2019, and he turned 80 yeah. at that conference. Um, I, I remember, remember reading his books when I was in college. Yeah. And you know what? My mom was involved in Campus Crusade when she was in college. And she went to hear yeah. Josh McDowell speak at Campus Crusade. So but, to hear him yeah. say, of all the things that he's done, yeah. being a good dad was the important thing that he's done. It struck me. Wow. Um, I look back at my heritage, and um, I, I've heard the, heard the stories and know that both of my grandfathers were alcoholics. Mm -hmm. And they didn't—my um, my, my parents both had a rough time of it. And so one thing that happened— is that they decided to give their children a new spiritual legacy. Yeah. And they said, our, our home's going to be based on Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so one of the things we want to do right now is just to stop and encourage you as parents, mm -hmm. as you look at your home education, as you look at the curriculum and things that you're doing in your activities, what is the spiritual heritage? What is the legacy that you're passing on? And is it, is it, uh, based on following Christ. As we think of our home education um, goals and our mission, it's easy to think of all the academics. We're always thinking about, oh, we got to get that yeah. annual test done. What curriculum am I going to do? How are my kids doing in math? And those are important questions, right? But there's a spiritual question that we don't want to miss. Um, my parents handed me the baton of passing on the faith. And now that is in my hand and I have the opportunity to pass that baton on. And as we know, one of the most important uh, scriptures that we like to talk about um, in parenting, but uh, especially with home education is Deuteronomy 6, starting with verse mm -hmm. 4. And this is the Shema, the, the great commandment, as Jesus said, and uh, it's, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your might. And then he says, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Mm -hmm. And you shall teach them <clears throat> diligently to your children. Uh, while you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And so there's this whole lifestyle, this idea that our job as parents is to pass on love for God to our kids. And so... Um, you know, we just wanted to think about, stop and think about what kind of spiritual legacy are we passing on? That's a question we need to ask. Um, and I remember you, John, uh, sharing before when we were talking about how to get started homeschooling and you mm -hmm. picked your, your homeschool name. Tell us yeah. about that and how that fits in. So, uh, it was really, it was interesting. It was one of those things where, um, um, the short of it is my the Lord woke my wife up one morning and uh, with a 
reference in her head. She had no idea what it was. Really? Yeah. It was it was really cool. <laughs> One of those. Uh, it was really cool. And and uh, and the verse was this. It's um it's Psalm sixty one verse five, and it says, "For you, O God, have heard my vows." And you have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Mm. And, you, you know, I grew up uh, I grew up in a home where um, my mom took us to church some when we were little. Uh, but we didn't grow up in church as a family. My dad wasn't a believer. And uh, my, uh, I had an alcoholic grandfather that, that raised my dad. And, and of course, uh, you know, there's a lot of issues that go along with that stuff. And so... Um, uh, for for me, um, you know, church was something I came into afterwards. Um, so so when I, I would show up at church and do things, and other people were like, "What are you doing? You don't do that in church. You know, don't say those things. Don't wear those things. Don't do those things." And so I just didn't, uh, you know, I just didn't get it. But but my my conversion, uh, my my um, uh, experience with Christ was genuine, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, the Lord really made a difference in my life. And so we just decided. You know, my, my wife, her story is a little different, but um, but Regina and I just decided that we we wanted to make sure that that we gave our kids something different in spite of all the difficulties and hardship mm. that, that we had. And so um, this verse has become the, the basis for our homeschool. It's uh, the name of our homeschool is Heritage Academy wow. uh, based on that passage, Psalm 61.5. And, um, you know, it's just uh, the Deuteronomy 6 thing is really like you said, you called it a, a lifestyle, right, mm-hmm. or a way of life. And it really is, um, you know, you kind of it's it's teaching them uh, about the Lord in everything that we do. And <laughs> I thought this was interesting, too. My wife recently sent me this. She she said, I still have this. And this is where I had written something down to her. We talked to the first episode, I think, about moms getting discouraged. Mm hmm. And uh, this was a time when my wife was discouraged and frustrated, and 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 we both came from teaching in the public school system. So, you know, she academics where she was really concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, that we get things right and all that sort of thing. This is what uh, this is what I wrote to her as an encouragement to help her focus. And she sent this to me just a couple of days ago and said, "I still have this." Mm. And it says, "If it doesn't reinforce the character qualities that we want to see in our children." reinforce the value the values that we believe are important and want to instill in them contribute to their love of learning or deepen their understanding of and relationship with Christ then it isn't a priority for their day hmm. so when we talk about a lifestyle that's that's really uh, what was motivating us you know in, in starting our homeschool and trying to figure all that right. out and you know that that comment and the priority of that really fits into something I wanted to share and that is to put it in perspective of home education I love home education I believe in home education as a philosophy of education mm-hmm. I I believe it's the most effective form of education however it's not the most important thing Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is any education without a Christian education, mm-hmm. w- where I'm thinking about the the eternal uh, well-being of my children, yeah. and I'm thinking about their spiritual life, that's more important. Absolutely you know, it is. If you continue to do what you are doing now in your education and in your home, what would the spiritual legacy be? You have to think about, if we keep doing what we're doing, what is the spiritual legacy? The other question is, what do you want it to be? 
And, and what can you do to adjust that trajectory? We're going to move on to our homeschool conversations. We're going to listen to a conversation that uh, Matthew had with Natalie Mack. Uh, she serves military families who homeschool uh, with the, uh, her role at the HSLDA. And she's a Navy chaplain's wife. She's been homeschooling for 20 years. And we're going to hear about some of the special needs that homeschool families have uh, when they're military families. So uh, let's take a look at that clip. Yeah, let's take a look at that. So, Natalie, tell me yes. about what you're doing with HSLDA right now. Okay, well, with, with HSLDA, I wear two hats. One is high school educational consulting, okay. but the recent hat is military outreach coordinator. And so we're basically building the military outreach program for HSLDA from the ground level up. So what's so, the importance of serving military families, homeschool families in particular. About right. Tell me some of those yes. needs that yes. are particular to military families. Yeah, well, at the, at, the, at, the HSLDA, at the HSLDA level, basically, one of the main needs is the legal, of course, right? right? Because that's, that's one of the things. But also, the needs are making sure, like, when we move, do we homeschool based on the laws of our home of record, or do we... Okay. Do we change yep. to the state that we're in? And how do we do that, you know, easily? Okay. Because a lot of states have so many different rules, right? right. So that's a big thing. Um, families need a lot of support to understand, you know, transcripts. And so for from the HSLDA side, as an educational consultant, we do free transcript reviews and, you know, help families launch kids to college or to the military, to one of the naval, you know, military academies. Um, there's so many resources that are needed just to make a family feel comfortable. Um, the homeschool days like that the state organizations right, offer, the conventions actually are such a mecca to bring families together to get education, workshops, um, to connect, to meet other military families in the state that you're in, right? Yeah. So there's, there's a lot there that needs to be unpacked in terms of the message that needs to be given to the military family that just landed in, say, North Carolina. Right. Like, okay, what can, what, why would I join NCHE? What can it offer we'll, me? We'll right? do that. Let's say, let's, uh, let's speak to military families in okay. North Carolina right now. Right. Uh, what advice or encouragement would you give them as yeah. they continue to homeschool? I know that for military, one of the things you'll hear us say is, well, we move so much. I really don't want to invest in okay. becoming affiliated. There you go. My concern with that, and we, and as a family, we have not done that, meaning when we have moved, we have joined state organizations. Okay. We plug into local co-ops, okay? Mm -hmm. Because for those years that you are there, you are living, daily life is happening. Yeah, you gotta keep going. And you gotta keep going. And so what's most relevant is what's right in front of you. What are the resources you can touch? Mm -hmm. What are the resources within the state? And it doesn't matter that you're going to relocate in two or three years. That has nothing to do with what you need presently. Okay. So if your son needs a co-op or your daughter needs, you know, driver's ed, you plug into NCHE and find who offers driver's ed to mm -hmm. homeschoolers. Yeah. Because that's relevant for right then. So sometimes military are thinking always about the relocation. And that's real because we do relocate yep. a lot. But you're living somewhere for a period of time. So... Get the resources that you need while you're there, 
and, and plug you, into and community. And plug into community yeah. because we know homeschooling is a, is largely the support in the community mm -hmm. is important. Right. It's really important. And so if you don't, you start homeschooling, especially now many parents have pulled out of traditional school to homeschool. And they're looking around and wondering, okay, does anybody else do this? What do I do? Mm -hmm. Who's my friend? Who's my support? Well, NCHE is a way to find groups that exist, right? Co-ops that That's exist. Right. Exactly. That can help you in exactly. that journey. Even if you're not homeschooling for life, you may be homeschooling just for this year, right? But you're living right now as a homeschooler, and you need support, right? And so it's important to just realize that, and also to know that organizations know when you walk in the door and say, "Hey, I'm a military homeschooler." Organizations won't be surprised when you say, "I'm going to be moving." That's not a surprise. So I think that organizations are they want they want to connect with us. But a lot of times I think we don't think that they want to connect with us because we're going to be it's moving. Temporary, yeah. Because we're temporary. But we have a lot to offer. Military yeah. families, we are very resilient. And we know how to come in and say, we're going to start this program because this is what our family needs. When we were over in Italy, we started a soccer program because it was needed. Yeah. I had never played soccer, but okay. it was so needed. And we needed it for uh, USYS, US uh, Youth Soccer. So there was not one. So we started with a few other parents and it grew and grew and grew. So, and I'm, that's just a small example, uh, you know, Great, yeah. it happens. So you'll find military families, military moms, we are very capable of saying, okay, we can come in. And the advantage is because we do move so much, mm -hmm. we have experience and exposure in many ways. Yeah, a lot to a, offer. A lot to offer, you know. Um, it's amazing when we've lived, like I've, we've lived overseas. So my perspective of history, when we lived in North Carolina, we joined a co-op, we joined two actually, but one co-op, there was a geography around the world course, and the teacher was using a curriculum, which was a good curriculum, I'm trying to remember the name of it now. And, but she, when she found out I had lived in Europe, when we got to Europe, she was like, take it away. Go, go, and, I, yeah. and I brought in like, you know, all kinds of things from like yeah. France and Spain because I had them to bring mm -hmm. and I could bring in and talk about, nice. right. you know, what this really was right. like, you know? And my son, that got him a chance to shine because he was the youngest of five and he was able to say, yeah, I went up to the top of the Eiffel Tower, you know, and he was like the big guy in, yeah, in the class. Yeah, he had so, the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so there's a lot, there's a lot of reason to plug in where you are at the time. Awesome. Well, that was Natalie Mack, and uh, we want to let you know if you're a military family in North Carolina or located in North Carolina right now, here are where you can find some resources. We want you to go to nche.com slash join today, and you get all the benefits of being a member of NCHE. And you can also find different community groups by going to nche.com slash community. So uh, be sure to check out our website. Also, you can come to our annual Thrive Conference um, and attend the special gathering for military families. And uh, Matthew, now we had some something for military families this past year at the conference too, yeah, right? This this uh, twenty one conference, uh, one of the workshops was homeschooling in the military by Je uh, Deborah Hagen, and you can go onto our uh, website and search military families, and you'll be able to find that workshop. 
and you can purchase that uh, audio recording and download it and listen to it uh, just for $5, as well as all the other workshops and recordings. Awesome. Um, but that was a recent one that would probably be helpful to, uh, to military homeschool families. Um, <clears throat> if you are a military family, just we want to communicate, just as we were talking to Natalie, uh, we want to encourage you, even if you feel like you're not going to be here for long, just dive in. We, we love to be a, you, for you to be a part of the family while you're here. And so um, if you have any thoughts or questions, uh, comments about um, homeschooling in the military, we'd love to hear from you. You can uh, email us at thehomeschoolshow at nchg.com, and uh, we'd love to see what's on your mind about that. Yeah. So we have uh, just a couple more minutes to get to our homeschool reality moment. Yeah, so let's take a look and see what's happening in your homeschools. My name is Catherine McPhail. I'm 13 years old, and I made this popsicle house. It is 17 by 12 inches, and it has seven bedrooms and a front porch. How long did it take you to make it? A week. <laughs> a week? Yeah. You can look in the window here and see a little desk and a chair and a book. And what else is on that table right there? A lamp. A lamp. Nice. And how did you make sure that all of this was proportionate and fit together? I measured everything, basically. Every little thing that I would put in, I measured the height and the length. So this was not an assignment for Catherine. This is something that she chose to do in her free time. She had hundreds of popsicle sticks, paint, tissue, and a glue gun, uh, and that's all she needed. Uh, one of the things I love about um, homeschooling is the free time you have to be creative and to construct things. And uh, this is an example of that at our house. Another thing is that you're able to see what kids are interested in. Catherine has really demonstrated an interest in and building and puzzles and um, architecture. Uh, the detail on this is amazing. The tiny little faucet handles, uh, the toilet paper, the drain down the sink, uh, the cabinetry, the, the shower, uh, it's all pretty amazing. All right. Well, this time, uh, John, we gave you a little peek into our, our homeschool. Yeah. And uh, want to remind you that if you're listening on the radio, if you're listening uh, on a podcast or anything like that, that we do have a video version of this. And uh, it was some great shots of the actual uh, popsicle stick house. And you yeah. could see the toilet paper and all the little, it's just incredible, all the little details. So you might want to check that out. You can go to YouTube and subscribe there uh, if you want to follow uh, and, and see see the actual video version of this. Um, once again, and we want to invite you to participate in the homeschool reality moment. Uh, you might have some great ideas, uh, some great things that your kids are doing. Uh, maybe it's musical, maybe it's art, maybe there's things you can show us, a story you can tell. It could be um, that you just want to tell us a story. So send us a video to the homeschool show at nche.com. Uh, go ahead and record that horizontally, if you will. And, uh, and tell us what's happening in the video so we can, so our audio listeners can enjoy that. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and feedback to thehomeschoolshow at nche.com. And also please help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. If you think this, home, this um, show would be helpful to your friends and family, please let them know about it. 
To learn about how to subscribe to our show as a podcast and on YouTube, you can go to nche.com slash the homeschool show. And don't forget, we'll be starting season two on August 1st. That's right. And until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.